everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I am one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always, I'm joined by Jay Gilbert in his beautiful office upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you live from my daughter's bedroom once again, but I promise you, as soon as we uh, sell this house, we'll have a nice office. We'll actually have an office. Cool. Yeah. Good deal. So so we were we were talking about a topic for today because we do very little show prep unless we have a guest. And um, you know what I, I threw out to Jay? I'm like, you know, I used to do a, a podcast series called War Stories, which was basically talking about our real-life experiences, good and bad, of people we've worked with, either as clients or just had contact with, and to share their lessons with, with you guys through, you know, through things that worked great and didn't work for them. And obviously yeah. we, we changed the names to protect the, the guilty. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I thought let's do one with you this week, Jay. Let's, yeah. uh, let's give you a chance to share a, a war story you've had over the years here. Yeah, and, and you know, like what you and I have talked about, you know, some artists and some managers and some agents are really buttoned up and they understand how things work. And if they don't understand, they ask the right questions or at least surround themselves with smart people or, you know, go to conferences or look online, educate themselves, whether it's about technology or whatever it is. Um, and one of my favorite war stories is... Um, I worked with a national account uh, and a major uh, label for about five years. National account meaning a national retailer. Yeah. And we would hold meetings um, every quarter, um, and we would bring in the labels, and they would play for the buying staff, marketing staff, e-commerce staff. So basically they're coming in there to pitch their upcoming products to this retailer. Yeah, in hopes to get the retailer excited. Yeah, and it's kind of twofold. They come in and pitch to the retailer, and then the retailer says, "Look, here are the programs that we have. We have, you know, here's a sales program or an online or an advertising program, and you can slot your new releases into these programs. And so it's kind of mutually beneficial, right? And so the labels would come up. Sometimes they would bring an artist. More more often than not, they would come in and have you know, like one key release that they wanted to talk about, and then they might mention a couple of carryover records. How, how, how much time would they typically have to make their pitch? Yeah, usually for, for most labels, it would be about 15 minutes. For the larger labels, maybe 30 minutes, which doesn't sound like a lot of time, but it's plenty of time if you so, come in prepared. So if I, I'm, I'm imagining this sort of like um, an American Idol audition. There's a table with judges basically the buyers the marketers and in walks retailer and you've got one song wow us <laughs> it's kind of like that i mean you definitely come and you know the retailers on one side of the table and the distributors on the other side and then there's seats for each you know label when they come in and and the key is you want to show that you're the evangelist, you're the cheerleader, you're actually excited about what you have coming out. And when you, you can successfully do that, man, it opens doors, you know, because the music business is, we're not selling widgets. You know, these things people get emotionally attached to. So a label will come in, they'll sit down, and typically they'll either play a video, 
you know they might just play the audio typically they don't play the whole song you know they'll they'll kind of tease it and play maybe you know the intro the chorus you know maybe 30 seconds of the song um because time's limited and you want people to you know what's the old adage always leave them wanting more right mm -hmm. so it's something like that so they would come in and they would typically distribute a one sheet on each artist so which would have the release date the upc the price you know some of the basic metadata that goes along with it and i, I was about to say you'd be surprised but i don't think you would be but a lot of people would be surprised at Yes, on one side, there are people who are super buttoned up. And, you, you know, even people who have been doing this a long time, you, you're writing notes to yourself about certain records and just how excited you are that these records are coming out, right? But every once in a while, and this is where we get to kind of the war stories, is you, you see someone who comes in and they're not buttoned up. They're not prepared. Now, you've already prepped these label folks and most of them are very good at what they do, so they don't need a lot of prep. But they'll come in, and you know, one of my favorite ones is a gentleman from a very popular label, and he's head of sales. Um, so you would expect that he would be buttoned up. That he's done this before. Yeah, and he, he has done this before with not just you know my account, but with other national accounts, and there's not that many of them these days. You know, it's Amazon, Best Buy, Walmart, Target. You know, there is um, AEC iTunes. out of exactly, and then of course on the digital side, you know, iTunes. You know, has been a big player as well. And so he comes in, and the first thing he asks is, you know, do you have a you know something I can plug my computer into? Now, of course, we have a screen and an overhead projector, but that's, that's not what he wants. He just wants the audio connection, which, of course, we are prepared for because a lot of folks will bring their music on, you know, an iPod or something like that, iPad, you know, device. So we, we plug it in. We've got the sound dialed in ahead of time. So he plugs in his laptop, and he tries to get online. Now, now my heart's starting to race, right? And beads of sweat because, are because, starting. Because while all this is happening, the clock is ticking for his presentation. Prese your, your 15 minutes doesn't start when you hit play. Your 15 minutes starts when you sit down in your chair. <laughs> yeah, when you walk in the door. If you take too long saying, good morning, hey, how's your kids? That's, that's part of your time, right. right? You better have had your coffee by the time you get in that room. Shake some hands quickly. Sit down and go, look, I don't have a lot of time. Here's what I got coming out. You guys are going to be really excited about this. We are. So it come, kind of comes fumbling in, gets the laptop going, you know, and then he tries to get online. He goes, does anybody know the Wi-Fi password? Um, we look around the room. Of course, somebody's fumbling through some papers. Uh, it, try this. And I'm sitting there, you know, inside I'm shaking my head. Oh, God. And so he... I think we're probably like six, seven minutes in of his 15. So we're approaching, you know, quickly approaching the halfway point. And he finally gets to the site online where he has this music. Now, should he have brought it in in another format? Absolutely. Um, should, could he have brought a CD, DVD, MP3 player, even a flash drive, something where you have it with you? 
would have been a much smarter play because you never want to leave leave it up to chance. You don't know what, what kind of connection they had. And sure enough, he finds the song. And by this time, we're halfway through his time. And he starts playing it. And immediately during the intro of the song, it freezes up and has to buffer a little bit. Oh, God. Oh, you know. And, Such a great <clears throat> first impression. And the head of the account, the president of the account, is looking at me like, how could you let this happen? And I'm thinking to myself, you think you got everything planned out? You talk to everybody ahead of time? There are always these guys. There's always one, right? And it was a, a horrible disaster. Now, his time was up. He got to play part of it. He didn't have a one sheet, didn't have anything for anybody to kind of take away. <clears throat> he left the room, and you know there were a lot of knowing glances at the table. And, and the part two of this war story, which is a lesson, I think, that everyone should take away from this is keep your promises. He, we set up another meeting after this because it was so bad. You know, I took these guys out to lunch. I brought them back up. We went out. And then we just talked about, you know, when you sit down with an account, they want to know, what can you do for me? How are you going to drive traffic to this thing? I'll put it in my email blast. I'll put it all over my site and in my store. I'll do what I'm supposed to do and try to sell as many as possible. But what are you going to do? You know, can you give me a low price so I can sell price it? Can you give me promotional materials? Is there an autographed guitar or a flyaway? I mean, what other things can you do? Can you drive traffic through your socials, through advertising? How can we work together, right? And this is record business 101. This is not complicated stuff. The ideas change on different albums, different genres, but pretty much, you know, we're all thinking kind of the same way. So he said, look, I can bring my artist in for a performance. We're like, oh, that's great. That's really great. Some of these accounts now have sessions where you can play at the account. You can actually record at the account, maybe give them a window of exclusivity on that live stuff. Um, maybe they can even, you know, sell it. Maybe it's not promotional. It depends on the account. So he made these promises. Okay, we're going we're gonna to come up. We're going to do an interview. We're going to give you something for a giveaway. And we're going to do a live performance. Great. Now we've kind of mended fences. This is awesome. But here's where it went south. A couple weeks later, you know, we're closing in. Typically, we solicit things 30 days out. Now we're getting closer to crunch time. All right. So when, when can the band come for the performance? Ah, uh, you know, they're going to go to Europe now. I, I don't think we're going to be able to do that. Mm, that's disappointing. Can we do anything remotely? I'll check. Okay, what about the autograph guitar? Oh, gosh. Um, I'll, uh, let me check into that. Anyway, long story short, we got all the way up. He didn't follow through on his promises. It didn't happen. So when street date hit, I get this phone call. Well, why isn't my artist in the advertising? Why isn't my artist on the main page? Why isn't my artist in the mass email blast? Well, because, sir, you didn't follow through on your promises to, to the account. And, you know, it, it's one of those things where even the best laid plans, right? 
you you think you've got it buttoned up, you think you've got it planned out. You can't leave anything to chance. It's almost like I, I tell my daughter who's beginning to drive, think that everybody else on the road is trying to bump into you. Drive like that and just be very, very careful. It's the same with this. Is Just assume that someone's going to screw it up and that you're going to need to double, triple check that everything on that checklist is being taken care of. Man, so I think it's safe to say that that, that release got no love. No love. No, it was now I won't say that they, you know, they didn't pull it off the shelves, which I've seen could uh, happen. I've seen it happen where a promise was made to an account that wasn't followed through with and then was given to another account. I've seen accounts actually pull it off the shelves. One was a digital account that decided they weren't going to sell the digital version of the album and they didn't. So this is you know, this is NFL football. You need to take care of the people that take care of you. And I'm sure that's true in touring. I'm sure it's true in TV and well, it's, radio. it's true in anything in life. If you are asking somebody else to make a commitment and promise something to you, and you're promising something in return for that commitment. Yeah. If you renege on your promise, why do you think it's wrong for them to renege on theirs? The deal, Ego. The deal fell apart. Yeah, they think that because their artist is so big that you're going you're gonna to have to do it. Well, there's no artist that's too big. I've seen accounts pull out top artists because they were either lied to or screwed with. You know, you have to take this very, very seriously. And, and you're right, it's true in, in any kind of business, right? You make commitments, and I... I I think it was ego. I think this particular head of sales for this label had a record that was coming off of a hit record and felt like everybody was going to promote it anyway. But there are certain things that you do which are the cost of doing business in any business. And you need to support those people who are stakeholders and will uh, have a lot of say in how successful your release is now moving forward did the did the account treat this label differently when they came back for future pitches well they were really disappointed in that one release but they it's kind of like you know you have to have a short memory in this business so they didn't hold it against him moving forward. not going forward no in fact i i I would venture to say if he did this repeatedly Oh yeah. Then it's going to be held against you. You know, one one yeah. strike is fine, but by your third strike, don't bother coming back. Yeah, yeah, and and these larger accounts, um, they have a lot of say and a lot of pull, and you don't have to bend over and take, you know, give them every single discount that's asked for. You know, you have your own P and L you have to look after, but what the successful labels do is they, they don't just say, no, I, I can't give you that price. It's below what I'll make any money on. What they'll say is, you know what, Mr. Retailer, I can't do that, but here's what I can do. I, can, I may not be able to give you that price, but I can give you this price, and I'll participate in this program of yours, and I'll bring the artist by for a, a meet and greet right. or a session, or on and on and on. The point I'm trying to make is, Sometimes you don't say no. Sometimes the answer is, okay, well, I can't do that part or I can't do that part right now, 
but let me show you what I can do. And accounts, they're human. They're like, okay, I get it. You can't do what I want you to do, but at least you're trying, right? And some of these folks that have these larger acts, they're used to getting their way. And as you know, dealing with some of the acts that you deal with, sometimes these acts are on the sunset of their career and they expect the treatment that they had when they were a rising superstar. And sometimes that doesn't happen. But if you're able to show the account that you're working with them and that you're not just saying, nope, I'm not going to do that, because I, I promise you some of these larger sales accounts, physical and digital, if you get kind of cocky and arrogant with them, um, you won't get the visibility uh, come street date, and that results in less sales. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and what I, I, would, I would add to this, you know, a lot of listeners might be going, well, this is great, but, you know, we're small time. We don't have somebody going in and pitching us to a major account. Um, I gave a war story example many months ago that would apply to anybody. I went to a um, music conference. A band came up, gave me their CD, as would happen quite often. Um, came home a couple days later, put the CD in to listen to it. Um, it was a completely blank CDR. <sighs> so very similar to what you just explained basically that was their pitch to me they had pitched me their music uh i get home and i was actually going to listen to their music which you know i don't necessarily listen to everybody something about you meeting you has to click so i take the time there was nothing there nothing there so you know the 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 lesson for all of these war stories today is you know prepare yourself be prepared whether you're going in to give a formal presentation. Walk through that presentation beforehand, yeah. the day before, the week before. Go through everything that you're going to need. If you are going to need an outlet and an Internet connection and a Wi-Fi password because you're going to play it off your computer, off the Internet, check with the account beforehand and go, okay, I'm going to require these items. Can I get them in advance? Yeah. Um, Go into the room earlier that day before the meeting start. Get set and, up. A yeah. Yeah. Ask. Can I come in? Can I come in ten minutes before the meeting start and get my computer online? Sure. Just leave your computer over here in the corner or whatever. You know, walk through a dry run rehearsal of what you're going to do. Even if you're just going to play it locally off of your computer. Um, do that. Don't take yeah. for granted that your iTunes is going to load and work fine. Test everything. I mean, literally, yeah. be stupid about this. Go through yeah. every little step. If you're a band passing out CDs to people at a conference, put those CDs in your computer at home before you pass them out and make sure there's music on them. Yeah. Make sure it's, there's meta tags. Make sure your artist name is on the songs. All of that. You might sit here, be rolling your eyes, going, "Well, how stupid is that?" Of course, my music is on here. I burned it. I bought it from, you know, some distributor who who burned them for me. Listen, you can assume, or you can confirm. Right. And you just touched on something. The the meta tags. 
what happens if the music is on there and you pop it in? You're like, wow, this is really who is great. This? I forgot you, who it was. You want to put it in. Do you really want that on somebody's device as untitled track one, untitled track two, unknown artist? Go go through whatever your pitch is. Rehearse your pitch, whether it's a small passing out a CD or a USB drive yeah. or sitting down in fifth and you've got 15 minutes. Time yourself. So you can get in and get out within 15 minutes. Yeah. Know your contingencies and understand where your problems are going to creep up. Oh, my computer doesn't start. How do I restart it? Don't You don't want to be sitting there going, oh, does somebody know how to reboot a Mac? No, and be prepared. Like, if you have a presentation on your computer, um, make sure that you can roll through that if your computer does not launch. Well, yeah. I've, if, if, I've if, seen if your, this happen. If your computer doesn't launch, do you have it on your iPhone as a backup? That you can play it off of your iPhone. Do you do you have a third backup? Because you know that pitch might be make or break for you. Yeah, I was a huge for you. I was a judge uh, on a um, a master's program at University of Washington, uh, judging um, this competition that they have every year. And you come in and you're on a panel, just like American Idol. And they had one person from licensing. They had a legal person. They had me. They had a couple of other people. And these MBA candidates come in, and this is on a Friday, and they have to have the project done first thing Monday. So they work over a weekend. And they're challenged with a problem. And the problem they were, they were challenged with was growing the music business from this one entity. So they were challenged on Friday. We came in Monday to judge their results. They came in as a team and each one presented and there were five teams here's what we would do and they had their powerpoint and they they went through it and they were they were very good and and they all had some really great ideas but the team that actually won their presentation started off very rocky they got up there computer screwed up wouldn't launch so you know what they did they just went they just started talking and went through they had memorized the slides. They knew what the message was that they were trying to do. And that impressed the judges so much that, you know, like you and I have said before, the show must go on. So if you get into a presentation, and it doesn't, you don't have to be a major. You can be an indie. You can be an independent artist. Sometimes you get the opportunity to pitch your music to music supervisors or to a club owner or whoever it is. Sometimes things are going to break. Your iPhone's going to lock up. Your computer may lock up. You may lose it. Whatever the case is, the flash drive might not work. So be prepared. You know, it's like the Boy Scout motto, right? Be prepared. If, if everything goes south, are you going to be sitting there um, with a blank look on your face? Or are you going to just roll up your sleeves and go, you know what? This isn't working, but let me tell you why I'm here and just be prepared to go through it, that is more impressive than fumbling through trying to get something to work that's not. Well, yeah, I was going to say, at, at the end of the day, you the way you present yourself and how you come off is going to leave an impression. Absolutely. Whether it's with uh, an individual person like you or me or with a major account, because they're, they're, they're looking to get into business with you. And if you come in unprepared, panic under pressure they're going to sit here and go well do we really want to work with these guys because i know from experience we're going to have road bumps down the road again 
And do I want to deal with somebody who freaks out, panics, drops the ball, or comes screws, unprepared, screws, screws up a deal because they're unprepared? Yeah, that my name is behind. You know that even though you might have gotten off the pitch of your music, you still may not get a lot of love because they're just like, all right, well we'll put this up here, but we just really don't want to. No, we don't want to get involved and do a contest with you because I'm afraid that that contest is going to not get fulfilled yeah. or you're just going to drop the ball on it and then we're yeah. looking bad with our customers. Keep that in mind. That impression yeah. leaves a, a, a message about you as well. Absolutely. Have you ever watched that show Shark Tank? Yeah. What I love about that show is you're, you're in the spotlight. Right, you you believe in what you're doing, just like an artist believes in in what they're writing and recording and playing. They better. Um, these people come in there and they believe in their product, and they have to be under the spotlight, under the cameras, in front of strangers, and pitch what they're trying to accomplish. Some of them are so good at it, and some of them are so bad at it. But what I really like are the people that you know have done what you suggested, which is do a do a rehearsal do it a few times practice and and also anticipate the questions that are going to come at you right. and what happens is on shark tank is you can tell the folks that they get these oddball questions thrown at them that would rattle anybody else and they just roll yeah, with it they that, seem that, prepared that's a great sign because some people completely freak out and panic cuz they don't that that question is an insult to them and, right. and other people take that question and turn it right around and turn it into a positive and cut the deal because of that. Yeah. And a lot of times those questions are thrown out to test you. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I could imagine somebody at a, a, you know, going, well, you just played that new music for me. That sounds great. But, boy, it sounds identical to the Rolling Stones. Yeah. How, what's your how, response how, to that? How, how are we going to market something where everyone's going to go, this is a Rolling Stones clone? How would you respond to that? Would you get insulted, or would or you be turn it around honored. and be honored and and turn it around and and say thank and, you? You know, that's give that's the positives awesome. of that. So, be prepared. Yeah. I mean, that that really is the moral of this war story today. Is just you have to be prepared. That one pitch has so much potentially riding on it. Yeah. You're not going to get a second chance. Count on no second chances with that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, and it's not hard to do. First of all, like checking a CD, you know, checking to see that those things work, that's great. Sometimes even the best laid plans, sometimes you're going to do something, you're going to check something like that CD, and it's not going to work. Be prepared for that too. Um, we at, at the last record company I worked with, we made these copy-protected CDs for key releases that were for staff only. And they were watermarked, so if someone was to upload it to a BitTorrent, peer-to-peer, whatever, they'd be able to track it. Tell who did right? it. Yeah. But the problem is the CDs didn't work. They, a lot of folks don't have CD players anymore. First of all, they play on their computer. But we tried those in, like, in my car. still has a CD player, older car. I tried it in my computer. I couldn't find a machine that it would actually work on, you know? So the best laid plans, you know, like that analogy with the CD or the example with the CD, even though you test it, be prepared that it won't work. Right. Your, your laptop, which seems to be working great, 
You know, I did a, a photo shoot with, you know, my biggest client. And I was really proud that I had my laptop, you know, plugged into my, my camera. So when I took pictures, he could take a look and go, okay, yeah. Because people tend to relax once they kind of see what you're doing. The moment I started, this is a few years ago, it was at that point, it was the biggest shoot we had done. And it was for a new album, um, which was going to have multiple covers. As soon as I started shooting, the laptop went blank. I've had this laptop for years. It's so dependable. I have no idea what went wrong, but you know what? You just roll. You just yep, go. Yep. I mean, believe me, people, this happens to everybody. So, I mean, if it happens to you, don't don't freak out. It does happen to everybody. It will happen. I've, I've had this happen many times recording podcasts where Skype screws up, video doesn't work, the guest can't get logged in. I've done webinars where Java crashes repeatedly. I, just last week, I was telling you a story about my laptop. I'm sitting here working on my laptop, and all of a sudden, the cursor was moving, but I couldn't click on anything, and I was freaking out. I mean, literally, I restarted it three times, and the problem still persisted. I'm like, God, now I've got to go to Apple and Genius Bar, and you know, it turns out that my Bluetooth trackpad, something was sitting on the corner causing this to click. <laughs> This was Bluetooth connected to my laptop, even though it wasn't tethered to Thunderbolt on my desk. All I did was lift that thing off and the problem was resolved. But, you know, shit Lesson happens. Learned. Shit it, happens. It does happen. You've got just be prepared. Be prepared. That is the, the number one sign people are going to want to work with you or not work with you. How do you handle that type of pressure when yeah. crap goes wrong. Yeah, and, and just to kind of add to that a little bit, um, I think we both use Backblaze, right? You use yep. Backblaze. Um, you can use any backup program you want. You know, my little bit of advice would be with your music, images, everything, backup, backup often. It's not a question of whether a hard drive will fail. It will. It's a matter of when. It may not be with you. Maybe you've sold the computer, but... I had uh, I was in Las Vegas last year and it crashed, lost everything uh, on the computer. But the good news is, you know, with Backblaze or Carbonite or wh whoever you want to use, um, I was able to restore all my files within 48 hours. I was back to where I was. And if you're dealing with music, and you know, I've heard this horror story happen before where people have lost their recordings. Back up, people. It's easy well, to do. And, and let, let, me, let me extend that bit of advice one further step. Because a lot of people do backups. But actually test a restore. Just don't wait for the backup to crash and have to do it under a panic. And then realize you don't know how to restore a backup. Or yeah. the backup wasn't backing up everything you thought it was. So periodically, yeah. take go into Backblaze or whatever you're using. Just go in there and download a backup file. Easy so to you do. understand how to do it, where to find it. So your 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 mind is at ease because you know how to do that whole process. Because again, there's nothing worse than 
thinking you've got yourself totally protected and then logging into your backup and realizing it's been spitting out error messages for the last 12 months saying yeah drive not found and you hadn't been paying attention right and you may back up on a hard drive at home and that's great but if your house burns down or somebody breaks into your house you lose them both you know what what michael's just mentioned was you know backblaze carbonite whatever that's these are done, you know, in the cloud. Offline. They're offline. Yeah, right. offline. They're, they're somebody else's server in another state where if you lose your computer, you don't necessarily lose, you know, your backup too. And I, I couldn't agree more with you, you know, with, with checking um, if it's actually backing up properly. Um, I've been very fortunate. I've had very few hard drive crashes. Um, but many years ago, I had a hard drive that failed and it had all of my images on it. And I used a program which got through the directory and, and I was able to recover everything. And that was my wake-up call to not only back up on a drive, but also remotely. Yeah, yeah. So again, this war story is just be prepared. Crap is going to slap you in the face when you least expect it. And how you handle it is going to impress people or not impress people be prepared there you go all right it's fun doing little war stories because there's lessons yeah. there's lessons to be learned through other people's mistakes <laughs> exactly all right everybody that's it for the music biz weekly we'll see you next week take care